One of my favorite guests, Stacy Lauren, has a sister podcast called Do The Thing. You got to check it out. Make sure you're doing the thing, but don't worry about what the thing is. Focus on the do. Are you an entrepreneur who's looking for motivation, strategy, and tactical guidance on taking your business to the next level? Do you like surrounding yourself with action takers who know what it takes to win? If so, you're in the right place. My name is Josh Thomas, and I'm your host. Join me as I speak with some of the greatest business minds on the planet. Welcome to the Do Zone. Far and away, the best prize that life offers is the chance to work hard at work worth doing. Theodore Roosevelt. DC Tribe Josh Thomas, super glad to have you here. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the Do Zone podcast on Apple or Spotify. This podcast is brought to you by Unbreakable Teams. We help entrepreneurs build the systems they need to crush their goals, the teams they need to execute those systems, and the accountability they need to make sure it all gets done. We are your fractional operations managers and strategic partners. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and you know you can't do it alone, go to unbreakableteams.com now to learn more. Today's guest, Stacy Lauren. Stacy is a serial entrepreneur with multiple titles, including CEO, founder, and podcaster. She gained a strong work ethic and resilience skills from selling books door-to-door in college and went on to co-found a successful staffing agency. Stacy now hosts the Do The Thing podcast, the sister podcast of The Do Zone, I say, where she interviews high-achieving individuals and shares their inspiring stories to motivate listeners to achieve their goals. Stacy, welcome to the Do Zone. Say what's up to the tribe and tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. This is so fun. I um I think the biggest thing that can really help you guys in achieving your dreams is to not overcomplicate your your dream. And so if you have a goal and you don't know exactly what that goal is, you can have a rough draft goal and then you can take steps to reach that goal. So you don't have to know. Sometimes you don't have to know every single step that you're getting there. And if I can give you an example, I mean, I can, I'm writing, yeah, I'm writing my book right now, do the thing. And that was how my, all my stuff has started with this book. And I was like, I really want to do a book. And then through that, I decided to start my podcast, do the thing. And so the book's still not done, but now my podcast is the thing, you know, (laughs) and, and then through the podcast is how now all my things are coming through with different challenges. And and we'll probably get into some of that stuff during the interview, but it's just having that idea of what you want to do sometimes. And you don't need to know exactly what the plan is to get there. I love the idea of a rough draft goal. Why has nobody ever presented that to me before? <laughs> because, you know, the school system does a lot of things to mess us up. Uh, and But one thing that it got right was the idea of a rough draft. You know, you're going to turn in your paper, but before you turn in your paper, write a rough draft. And that's just kind of your basic idea of what you want to do. And so many of us as entrepreneurs, we spend so much time trying to turn in the final paper, but we haven't even started working with the rough draft yet. 
It's so true. And I think that's where people get blocked is because they think they need to know every single step. And there is totally a place for that. I love smart goals and I love being able to really know strategically how to go. But there's sometimes that it just is like, you don't even know where you want to go yet. You just have an idea, a North star of where you want to go. And then you just take one step and it could be as micro of a step as you want, or you could take as big of a step as you want, but it's like, however you can get there, it's momentum. And that's the part of the do zone and do the thing, do and do the thing. Did the do is the most important part. A lot of people keep asking me, what's the thing? What's the thing? You know? And I'm like, the thing doesn't even matter. It's the do, you know, the thing <laughs> evolves, it expands, you know, the thing might be one thing one day and it could just expand and keep evolving as you're moving. And so it really is the do. That's why I love, I love that you said we're sister podcast. Cause it's true. You know, it's like do zone, do the thing. It's the do. Well, and, and I think that you just summarized all of the problems with humanity because we're focusing on the wrong part of that sentence. When you say do the thing, everybody's asking you what the thing is. And you're saying, who cares what the thing is? Just do something. Do exactly. something. Yeah, exactly. And that's why the thing is funny because thing is just a weird word anyway, you know, so it just, it totally evolves. And just to well, give you. Well, let me, let me go one yeah. layer deeper on that. Oh, because yes. if you had called it do something, then nobody would question that. They're like, okay. I guess I better do something. I wonder what I should do. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll do something. But you said do the thing. Well, what's the thing? Now that creates mystery. I'm like, what is the thing? It depends. <laughs> but it actually doesn't even matter what the thing is. Just go do it. But I don't know what I'm doing. Don't care. Just go. Yeah, totally. And this actually will give you an example. So I'm running challenges right now in my community. I have, so I do have a, a huge like network in terms of business because I owned a business for 20 years. Right. But for some reason, since I became newly single after being married 20 years, that's been my, the people that I've been connecting with right now. And so, and while I'm in a relationship, I still consider myself single because it's different freedom that you have when you're married, if that makes sense. But, um, Anyway, so I created this community of people and I'm doing personal growth um, experiences with them inside this community and we're getting, I'm getting them out of their comfort zone. So like we did a challenge, which was a dating dare, dating dare challenge and going through it, people realized it wasn't even about the dating. It was about the personal growth. Right. And so then they did a find your voice challenge and they just finished that. And they're, again, they're learning how to discover their inner voice and get out of their head. And now I'm getting to where I'm going with productivity and being able to actually do something. I'm doing a start a book challenge um, and that's starting March 6th. And then there's going to be a start a podcast challenge starting in April. And these people are going on like this journey, but it's all about the starting, right? And I'm getting them to fall in love with the process. Because if I said write a book or if I said publish a book, I wouldn't be getting the people that are get that I'm getting to start because they would be paralyzed by like having to publish a book, but I'm just saying, fall in love with the do of the starting and then work through that journey of the experience. And I think there's really something powerful in there that I've been exploring a lot. That's why I like these challenges. Cause I'm getting to see, you know, what really holds people back and then how to get them to go and do. Sorry, I keep mentioning do, cause we both have the do. Sound in the you got to stick with it. Just keep hammering it on home. And we're, we're subconsciously controlling your mind into listening to our podcasts over and over and over again. So, uh, what I got from that was start, 
is bigger than finish in some situations. Now, obviously, you know, hey, finish what you started. We're, there's a debate that we can have about that. But starting is the fundamental part of finishing. Because if you don't start, you can't finish. If you do start, you have the option on whether or not you finish, but you have no option of finishing if you don't start. And I wonder if we have too much emphasis on finishing and that creates uh, anxiety for somebody to avoid starting something. I'm not sure if I can finish it. And, and I'll give you a, I'll give you a wonderful example. Um, love my mom to death. She's a wonderful woman. Uh, but she really messed me up as a child. And she messed me up because she said, you better clean your plate. I put food in front of you. I don't want to see you get up until you finish all your food. And she's just doing what she knows, you know, like I no love loss, but that really messed me up and created lots of problems with uh, nutrition and health, weight problems and all kinds of things, because I feel like I have to finish everything. I'm 43 years old now, and I know I don't have to finish the meal. My mom's not serving me anymore. <laughs> I decide how much food goes on the plate, but if I put too much and there's a little bit left, you bet I'm finishing that bastard, you know, and that messed me up because somebody focused on the fact that you got to finish. So sometimes it was like, oh, I don't know, that transfers to other parts of life where mm, I know I'm going to have to finish this if I start it. Maybe I shouldn't even start it. Thoughts on that? Yeah. And it's, it's really, um, that idea of being able to start and then being able to check in with yourself as you're moving. Right. Because, and this is where that debate comes in, because I do agree. I think once you figure out what lights you up and what you're excited about, finish that thing. Right. Yeah. But when, I, but yeah, until I don't, you... I don't like, I don't like fish sticks, mom. Don't make me finish these. <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah. Exactly. They don't light yeah, me so up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, so that's, that's the point of it is like, it's, it's, it's starting. So then you're able to move, you know, and then feel what, what gets you excited. And then once you're able to see what makes you feel alive, that's when you know what, what it is. And so anyway, that's why I've been encouraging people to just get started. And one of the guys in the group, I did my celebration interview for the find your voice challenge last night. He said, I don't know if I want to start a podcast. I don't know if I want to start a book, but I know, and I didn't know that I wanted to find my voice, but I know I'm doing all of these challenges because I'm learning about myself in the process and what gets me to do the thing, basically. <laughs> I, I, I love the message. I love the thing. I don't know what the thing is, but nobody really knows what it is. And that's what matters because the thing is going to be different for each person. And so talk to me a little bit about what the actual formula is. I know that you've got these different challenges happening, but what is the do the thing formula exactly? Yeah, thanks. So pretty much what happened was, uh, this is the reason why I started the podcast is because as I was doing the book, I realized I wanted to figure out what everyone's patterns were, you know, because I realized that I had certain patterns when I did the thing with everything that I've done. And I'm like, I'm sure other people have those patterns too. So then I basically started interviewing people, started to see the patterns. And then after I, I think it was about 80 interviews, I was like, 
boom, I got it. So the formula is an acronym and it's I'm game. And uh, the I, are you ready? <laughs> the I stands for identify the why. Why do you want to do the thing? Why are you ready for this change? M in I'm is mindset. And then you have game. So the G is goals. A is accountability. M is my people. And my people is different than like-minded people. A lot of people talk about like-minded people, which is the five people you're around, you know, and you're the average of them. And I totally believe in that. I love my people or I love like-minded people. But my people is um, people that are doing the same thing as you that want the same thing. And they give you that community and connectedness that you need to grow. And here's a big distinction. It's like, let's say you want to run a marathon and you're surrounding yourself with those supportive, encouraging friends. They're not gonna be able to help you run that marathon. You have to yeah. be around people that are runners. And that's that's where my people comes in. And then the E is educate. Uh, and educate is basically you educating yourself, hiring a coach to learning um, from YouTube, podcasts, uh, books, anything you can learn from, learning from other people. And then also educating others because that's the other thing. I mean, if you look at 12-step programs, that's why they're so successful is because they have them educate other people on how they've achieved their success. And so, um, so yeah, that's the, that's the formula after <laughs> all the interviews. And it's cool now, cause I think I have 120 interviews now. So the last 40, I've been able really to like dive in even more, even deeper into each, each piece. I, uh, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting observation about 12 step programs being effective because they educate other people on what they're doing. And uh, that's something you picked up from from all of this research that you did. Tell me more about that. That's interesting. Yeah. So pretty much um, I just started. Oh, it came from when I when I owned my staffing company, we helped people come back from um, having criminal background. They were like in a transitional living center. So either they were in a drug program or alcoholic or a criminal record and they lived in these transitional living centers. And so once I dissected the formula. I was like, I want to help them again, you know, and thinking I could go back and, and talk to the transitional living centers. And then that just got me to explore more like about 12 step programs and things like that. So I interviewed someone who had gone through AA and then I interviewed someone that one's not public on the podcast. That was a private interview. And then I interviewed someone that had gone through Al-Anon that is on my podcast. And basically she was the one that actually helped me see the education piece as a two-part process. And, you know, said that's where like um, that's where when you're able to then speak to how you uh, how you actually got um, how you actually recovered and you're actually sober now, you know, or with Alan on it's different because you're a like a like a um, what is it a relative of someone that has has the problem. But when you get to hear from other people's stories and when you're able to teach, like help them that's where the fulfillment comes in. And so it's a, it's a really, um, it's really cool. And it reminds me of, and sorry to sidetrack off the 12 step program, but it reminds me of when my podcast started, I was 10 episodes in and I hadn't even published it yet. And then all of a sudden, um, the guy that runs my, uh, podcast platform, he had, I think you met him on our expert panel, but Adam, he had uh, recommended me to a, um, cohort that was starting teaching people how to start a podcast. And she asked me to be an expert on that. And I hadn't even published my podcast yet, but because I was three step, three weeks ahead of these people, I got to speak to it. 
And I just got that fulfillment from being able to help people and get over perfection and all the things that, that bottleneck people. And that lit the fire. So pretty much once I got to 10 episodes, once I did that expert panel by me able to, again, educate others on how I'm doing the thing, it just like lit the fire. And then I was able to like move from there. It's fascinating, you know, and it's, it's almost, it's almost the step that's missing. You know, I actually, uh, believe it or not, I have a degree in education and, uh, that's where I started. I was a, I was a music teacher. I taught high school band and, uh, one of the, one of the most fulfilling things for me was to, uh, uncover the challenge of learning how, or learning a new craft, learning a, an instrument, learning how to read music, learning how to be rhythmically solid and those sorts of things. It was always a challenge for me because uh, I was fortunate to have just kind of picked it up and I meet all of these people who couldn't pick it up. All right, how can I explain this in a way that is meeting you where you are, that allows you to enjoy this on the level that I enjoy it? You know, and and it was a constant challenge of being being able to break it down like I was a drummer. And so uh, being able to play a rhythm on a drum requires 15 different points of coordination. But you probably are only comfortable with one of them right now. <laughs> and so how do I start there and build on that until you can do do the thing that you need to do? And uh, and being able to break it down on that level and teach somebody else how to do it ultimately made me a better musician because it forced me to look at it in a way that I had never thought about it before. Ah, you know what? I need to explain this because the way you're doing it doesn't look right. How do I break this down for you? And then, oh, and then I can feed that right back to my own abilities and increase my own, uh, my own musician skills. So th that's a great point. I'd never really seen that before, but but you're exactly right. Being able to teach somebody else how to do it really internalizes it and it helps improve your own processes. Totally. And then you're making me think of even like I joined a Toastmasters group in the last couple months and they actually do that where they give you roles. So now we're leading back to accountability, right? They give you like a role and also the 12-step programs do this too, where like you might be the timer or you might be a speaker. And so you're held accountable to be there for the role, but then you're also teaching it when you're, um, when you're doing it. And so it's reinforcing whatever that is and you're getting to learn it more. So it's, it's pretty, when I, when I, when I saw that it was two steps, I was really excited because once you know the formula of how you do the thing, then you can do anything. You could apply it to whatever you want. I love it. So uh, certainly a, a unique mind. Let's get into the do zone diagnostic and let's see how it operates. You ready? Yep. Awesome. Uh, just five quick questions here. I ask every guest rapid fire. First thing that comes to mind. Number one, what's one thing you do, Stacy, that keeps you focused on your goals? I mean, you're not going to love this answer, but I just <laughs> exercising every day. That's what I need. It's like, I need to do that. And that helps me because I'm able to think that's when my brain opens and I'm able to think and get space from a goal. Excellent. And how do you get back on track whenever you lose that focus? I like to make a list. I love lists <laughs> okay. and checking it off. So if I, and I think of what are the most important things that I'm doing. There's a catharsis in that check. I finished it. Exactly. Yeah. And who's your support group and how do they keep you accountable? 
I have a mastermind I've been in for four years and they're amazing. Um, we actually just did a, a vision board exercise where they were telling us, you know, like about why vision boards are important. Obviously we all know that, but, and I've had one from a few years ago and because of the fact that we now need to go to the next meeting and show the vision board, I'm doing it. So that's just an example of a way to hold you accountable is by having to show the result of what you're doing. Excellent. And, and how do you approach a difficult project that uh, you're not sure how to complete? I love, I like, I'm my very voice activated. So I like talking on my phone on the voice recording and I talk through it. Maybe it comes with the podcast, but, and then the clarity comes as I'm talking. And then I like to go take a walk while I'm doing it. So I'm in movement. So usually that actually really helps me, um, get something solved when I'm walking and then I'm talking in the phone and then I can listen back and then really make a plan. That's very unique. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. And it's kind of this audio physical uh, realm that you put yourself in. That's, that's definitely unique. And at, last question, what's the number one pro tip that you would give to someone looking to get more stuff done in less time? Energy. I think your energy is the most important. So you see where you're sucking your energy, your emotional energy, and be able to to figure that out. And once you figure that out, your game has changed forever. Love it. And so, you know, you've been uh, you've been peppering in uh, some of the different challenges that you've been doing right now. Uh, so for those of us who are listening to this podcast right now in this moment. What's on the horizon? So uh, this this podcast uh, may come out at a time where one of these challenges is already completed, but what's the big goal? Where is this going uh, in the near future? Well, it's still kind of a rough draft goal. Okay. <laughs> um, I just, I love helping people. And I mean, what I realized doing these challenges, because I'm getting to be able to be so engaged with the community some people's do the thing is them just being able to speak on a zoom with 30 other people, you know, and be able to like talk to people and being able to help someone give themselves a voice when they haven't had one before. I mean, it literally just completely fires me up, you know, like no end. So, I mean, that's my end goal is to continue doing that work and to be able to have that spread as much as possible. But in terms of more tactical stuff, I have a book coming out I don't know when, <laughs> but probably in 2024, beginning of it. Um, and then I have different challenges. I might be doing programs. I'm thinking of partnering with some people and, and potentially offering that as well. But right now, the podcast is kind of the main place to be inside my brain and uh, see what's going on because I update everything in there. <laughs> and and where where is the portal that transports people to your brain? <laughs> it's the do the thing podcast.com. <laughs> The do the thing or do the thing. Uh, do do the thing podcast.com. Do the thing podcast.com. That's where we can go to uh visit the sister podcast of the do zone. <laughs> do the thing podcast.com. And uh where where else can somebody connect with you if they want to reach out directly? We have uh oh they want to email me, Stacy at do the thing formula.com. And I am on Instagram. Actually, I I followed you yesterday. I don't know if you noticed, hey, but I'm that? at do the thing formula. <laughs> awesome. I now have I now have three followers, you know, my mom, <laughs> you, and that and that one crazy dude that I met on this uh never mind. So, <laughs> so awesome. Well, Stacy Lauren, really appreciate you coming on here and 
sharing uh, with us some really simple yet profound concepts around getting stuff done. And I really appreciate that. And the thing that really resonates with me specifically is do the thing and how everybody focuses on the thing instead of the do. So let's flip that and let's make sure we start focusing on the do because that's what we're all about. We're going to wrap up from here. Once again, thanks so much to our guest, Stacy Lauren, for joining us and sharing her wisdom. If you'd like to peek into her brain and see how she does the thing, you can go to do the thing podcast.com. You can also reach her directly, Stacy at do the thing formula.com. And that's Stacy with an EY. Once again, if you want to keep hearing great content like this, be sure to follow and subscribe to the Do Zone on Apple or Spotify. If you're looking to break through to the next level with your business, but you just don't have the time or tools to do so on your own, we've got your back. Go to unbreakableteams.com to learn how we can supercharge your team's productivity for less than it costs to take them out to launch. Until next time, remember, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Share this episode with a friend, screenshot it and add it to your Instagram stories, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever works best for you. If you're looking to crush your goals this year and level up your team, we're here to help. To learn more about how our scientifically backed process can increase your company's productivity by up to 300%, head over to unbreakableteams.com. That's unbreakableteams.com.